Hello and welcome back to the Figcast Extra, episode 25, the quarter century. I'm, as always, joined by Sporting Panda. How are you doing, mate, for the, for the quarter of the century? Quarter century. This isn't quite a raised bat to the uh, to the crowd, but it's a little nod of my helmet, you know, my cap. So, quarter of a century. Yeah, I've been going since, I think, our first episode was a few days after the transfer dividends was announced. Do you remember that? And I, I came out with a famous phrase. Um, we're not trading. The famous, the famous phrase. Yeah. <laughs> The one that gained loads of traction the next day and people are like, wow, he's so good. What was the <laughs> uh, I don't want to trade announcements. I want to trade footballers. Yes. That was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. A wise man once said that. I think. A wise man once said, yeah, I can't trade football. I'm trading announcements. And here we are six months on. And unfortunately, I still think we're trading announcements. But in a growing product, I don't think. I don't think it's 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 all bad in that sense, but it's a, a touch frustrating. But here we are, 25th episode, quarter of a century. It's my wife's birthday today, so happy birthday oh, wow. to her. She happy said to me, you're not Panda. working, you're not recording on the 23rd of July. I said, listen, love, the fans come first. <laughs> <laughs> I said, the, the community's in turmoil. I said, they need Fig and I. And here we are, 50 questions on the on the tweet. So... <sighs> I've uh, yeah, I'm recording this for an hour or two, and then the rest of the day is a celebratory day. So any any special plans? No, we're going to go out for a nice spot of lunch on Saturday. Oh, um, nothing too much today on a Thursday. Um, <clears throat> no, not not too much. Presents have been fairly low key. I bought oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I bought a Brita. <laughs> Water filter. I've got one right next to me. Have you? Right yes. Right next to me, yeah. It, it's tw- it was- I promise you we don't actually plan these and we're not sponsored by any of these products. <laughs> I, but I am, I am, by request of the fans, going to add a tab to my uh, website which has products mentioned on the Vidcast. You must. We, we can become the new Witch Magazine. You know, you, have, you, have you heard of Witch Magazine? <laughs> you probably haven't. Yeah, you have- yeah no, no. The, the, the kind of like product comparison thing right? yeah yeah that's right yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i was once a subscriber they do yeah as you say appliances and all sorts of reviews cross cross comparisons anyway i went to robert dice yesterday got myself a brita water filter for around 20 pounds 99 pence and i don't know i don't know if it's psychological but it does taste like i'm drinking water from the mountains it does taste better it, <laughs> it genu- no no it genuinely does taste that the water that you get from it yeah. tastes better than you get from the tap it, is that c- categorically correct is that not because it's been in the fridge well mine's not mine's not in the fridge i've got like a jug oh, you don't ki- yeah i've got a jug but don't you keep it in the fridge door nah no no all right well because okay. I, I think the water fr- do you know what i do do little little hack for you yeah. is uh when it gets quite warm you just mm. put some ice cubes into the into the top of it oh okay Makes so you don't nice need to keep cold. it in the fridge yeah don't yeah. need to keep it nice well, don't I've need got- to keep it in the fridge and the ice melts quite quickly you get quite cold water down there I poured myself a glass here to keep myself hydrated through the show. Um, also been thinking a little bit about lawn maintenance. So that's a shout out to FI Gardener, who I need to actually respond to in DM. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> the long but, list of people. Oh, I've got such a long list of people to respond to. So yeah, I've been taking I've been telling you. I've lawn. been telling you for so long, you need to block out a 30 minute slot a week I'm to get back to people, to get back to the fans. Spe- you lose to- that touch and you never yeah. know what happens next. No, it's true. And it, and it, it's, no, I've got not a log. I've not got a legs to stand on. But one thing I did want to raise and give a shout out to a guy called Zach. It's at uh, Zacha underscore no no underscore number seven. I guess number seven as opposed to 
yes or no. But anyway, he says to me, morning, mate. I listened to you on the Figcast Extra. As usual, absolute quality. Heard you talking about hair transplants and wigs. One of my good friends... Oh, owns... he messaged me. He messaged well, this me. Is, yeah, so he said, one of my good friends owns a company that does this. Let me know if you're interested. And he's given me a website link. I need to check if they want that plugging. I don't know. I guess I can give the website away. Anyway, he says, take care, Zach. And then he messaged me a week later and says, Fig told me to keep pestering you. It's for your own good. And I've just read that today. And I've replied to him with like loves and kisses, like hugs and kisses. I'm so excited to go down to the clinic, have a chat with the guys. And I'm going to feed you back on how it goes. I think it's um, basically like using a special type of glue. They, they glue extra hair to your hair. Oh, really? So it's I not, don't a, know. It's not a, is it? I don't know. So it's yeah. not like an actual transplant. It's, it, a... it's, it's not a transplant. It's not a wig like Elton John. I'm not going to turn up like Rocket Man. <coughs> it's not like a floppy wig that I put on my head. I think this is some form of intelligent weaving. Or I don't know. So Interesting. I'm going to... Anyway, so... I'm going to let you know, but thank you to Zach for that. Fair um, play. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. How you so been anyway? I, I, I guess that's what you've been doing yeah. with your week then. Well, yeah. Reply to that. I'd say I've been studying the lawn. Very interesting. You're best watering it for about half an hour first thing in the morning because if you water it in the midday sun, it, it evaporates very quickly, gets dehydrated. If you water it in at evening, it leaves it damp overnight, susceptible to disease. So I've been studying my lawn maintenance a bit. Um, yeah, read the feedback from last week's show, which was very oh, yeah. nice. Do we have we... any? Do we have any footnotes? We got so much <sighs> feedback from that. I tell you what, that was a stroke of mogul genius, wasn't it? It was mogul. It was cross. It was crossing a mogul, a pioneer, and a maverick. I said to you, didn't I? Uh, it was. It was really good. It was quite enjoyable. And surprised we didn't have any hoax phone callers. But I guess it's far easier. This is probably going to challenge them, but it's far easier to be a keyboard warrior. Ooh. And. Uh, type stuff but different kettle of fish isn't it to actually ring up and have a, a chat about something in a debate yeah so uh you we know, didn't get anyone like that uh, yeah because you know who, who wants to go against the mogul and the the super yeah. forecaster I would say, yeah, yeah super forecaster who's forecasts about four things wrong in the last two <laughs> two months there's a question today um, I did some, see that one pop up actually. I somebody says, "Are you concerned about things?" And I can answer him now. Yes, I am concerned about my <laughs> forecasting abilities. We did see we did see a lot of accusations for for young Josh being intoxicated during the call. I felt was, bad um, for Josh. Yeah, I felt bad for Josh. Did uh, you see? It? No, no, it was Joel. Joel, not Joel. Josh. Yeah, Joel. Yeah. Did you see the guy who said? Um, Chris Barker, who said it reminded him of my old nan when she had dementia at the end, which isn't actually that funny, but he said, you know, we'd, we'd try and listen to her and try and take some sense from the rambling. He said some quite a cutting comment and uh, it was all in good spirits. A bit yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I, I did I, like Joel piping up and, and just reviewing I did, I comment. did. Yeah, I, I know, I enjoyed Joel's call and it wasn't until the morning He after. sounded a lot like Lua Lua. Ah. Do you remember? Now, is that... Yes. Yeah. I do sort of remember. You mean just very laid back, calm, yeah, in control like of their emotions? Yeah, just the, the the tone of their voice, the mm. the, the pace of their speaking, mm. the you know the ability yeah. to sound very, very, very high. Yes, um, I quite enjoyed. Um, yeah, no, but I, yeah, I, re- I really enjoyed the focal. Someone was like, "Oh, I, I enjoy this more than the normal one." Um, do mm. it every week, and I was like, "Yeah, we're not we're not like Alan Brazil. We're not going to have like fifty callers <laughs> every week, aren't we?" I know. And it would be boring if it's the same people calling in, right? It would be. I think it's a really good thing to do on announcements or when we want to get feedback. Like, yeah. you can punctuate the year with these phone-in shows, and especially if you get once people every, 
eight <sighs> to ten weeks kind of thing. Isn't Once it? every eight weeks, I think it's quite good to get to reach out and get had. And I think more people would dial in now after last mm. week because they understand the format, how it went down, and it's it was great fun. I think we also messed up a little bit because we uh, we told everyone to call at seven. So yeah, I was going to say everyone, yeah. everyone called at seven. Uh, like I don't know, ten, fifteen, twenty people. I didn't. I couldn't see the list. It wouldn't let me expand it. But yeah. I think there were quite a few people um, waiting, and a lot of people obviously got impatient as we were speaking to other callers. Yeah. Um. So I'm really sorry to everyone who who was on the line and we didn't get to. But essentially, next time what we're going to do, we're going to do like a slot. We're going to do like a a thirty minute. We're going. We're taking callers between seven to seven thirty or seven thirty to eight or whatever it may be. And also, I'm going to be a little bit more conscious about people who need to put kids to bed and stuff. So we're, next time, I think we'll either do it at like a 5.30 or a 6. We'll slide it back. Slide it a little bit back so uh, people can do it before their kids... That's an interesting question. This has just popped into my head, right? If I say to you, we've got a 10 o'clock meeting next Thursday. Yeah. If I said to you, we're going to push that forward. Actually, don't worry. I don't know where I'm going with this. (laughs) I I meant to challenge you and ask you, does push it forward mean bring it to 9 a.m.? or push it to midday, but I got the question wrong. There's a psychological I, I think, study. I think bring it forward yeah. means bringing it earlier, earlier push it yes. back. From my experience dealing with <laughs> no, no, the, the logistics of no, just <laughs> You're 100% right. I haven't phrased it in the right way. That's not the terminology that's no. confusing. I need to write homework for next week. I need to find out the right way of phrasing that question to you. It popped into my head, you see. So i tell you hmm. what, Fig, another thing. Quarter of a century episode. I'll give you a quiz. Quick quiz on the spot. Three footballers that have won the Premier League title with Liverpool that have been relegated from the Premier League. Uh, fucking hell. Um, Robertson. Correct. He went down twice with Hull City. Wijnaldum. Yes. Top scorer for Newcastle. Got relegated. Jordan Henson. No. Uh, Shakiri Went down with Stoke. Oh. No, not that. Uh, well, not according to my research, no. no. Uh, Another bit of research I've been doing this week. Uh, Steve Bruce, did you know this? He's written three books, I believe. Really? Yeah, called Defenders, Midfielders and Strikers. And what shit titles they are. <laughs> and in it, he's modelled himself. There's a, there's a centre-back in there called Steve Harchester or somebody. And it's, he's like the greatest player to never play for England. And there's mafias, there, uh, mafia guys, there's hitmen, there's lesbians. It's, they're quite graphic novels. What do you mean? So well, they're, they're not football books. <laughs> no. And no, hold, way, hold on, hold on. You're way... telling me, you're telling me, hold on one sec. You're telling me Steve Bruce is writing fiction. Steve Bruce has written fiction. And the way the main protagonist kills characters is with a slide tackle. He takes them out of the slide tackle. And there's lesbian <laughs> women and everything. Yeah, it's very graphic. It. Um, let me, look, Google it now. It's these Bruce books. What a weirdo. There you go. Sweeper's one of them. Striker's one and Defender. Oh, they've written ages ago as well. Yeah. Apparently, it's they're, they're, they are there rare. It's Israel flag there. And a, is, that a, is that a Russia flag? Like, yes. It's all to do with Mossad agents. Israel. It is, it's like espionage. It's... Oh, they're very graphic books. They look really fucking shit. Well, they're like collect- really shit. They're collector's items. Who's who's got the rights to, to? We should. I reckon we've got enough money to, between us to maybe republish them. <sighs> look at look at the front of the book of striker. It says here the <laughs> dead striker it? on the cover of the book. 
So this it's it's like they're crime thrillers. Oh my word! Um, interesting. Another one. I, I, I got DM'd by someone asking on, about yeah. whether or not the Moga would be interested in sponsoring a uh, grassroots near semi-pro team. Hmm. Interesting, isn't it? Interesting. Yeah. I'm, Grass- I'm usually the sponsoree, but I've been asked to sponsor. So you need to put, you need to put your hand in your pocket and play yeah. the club. Yeah, but see mm. that where that goes. That's quite interesting, isn't it? Very interesting. Yeah, you, you, I, bet, I bet you get quite a few random uh, requests. Yeah, I do. Oh, last one before we get to actually yes. side chat. I know this is usually longer than, than it goes, but it seems there's loads. <laughs> it's not a lot else happens. to talk about, is there, mate? Merchandise. <laughs> Merchandise. This is this is becoming a, a hot a hot topic at the moment because I'm 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 well on the heels of of understanding the ins and outs of kind of uh, drop shipping. Is that what they call it? Where you um, where you kind of like order order by demand, so I wouldn't we wouldn't have to hold any inventory because uh, yeah. we've we've been asked for a what's your point T shirt, we've been asked for panda mugs. I got quite a bit of stick for that last week. What's your point? What's your point? Yeah, but I, you know <laughs> that was one thing to maybe put note. But um, all right, let's <laughs> yeah. let's talk about the index. Okay, another tep- another tepid week. Another tepid week. Another tepid uh, week. Some te- some buying by LP one. Um, yes some spreads going up and down what what's been your general observation of the market mm, over the last seven I, days flat uh not a lot of excitement around sadly at the moment I, I think what i'm most upset about is that people aren't logging on too much are they i think the engagement's slightly down and um you know i think the yields are attractive i, I do think that there's a lot of undervalued players but i just think there's that expectation gap between the consumers and um and I guess the FI decision makers, because I think on lesser payouts, we did once upon a time and maybe I'm wrong here, but once upon a time we got Neymar and Pogba to 23, 24 pounds. So I don't know if the payouts alone are the problem. Obviously extra payouts would have certainly been a way to um, stimulate the market and get it going. But without that impetus and that injection, I think um, the liquidity, which we could have got around, via the dividends but that's obviously uh, at the forefront and uh, we, we spoke about trust last week um and i just think you know it's a flat time anyway at the end of the year so yeah i don't know flat is the word i've not been logging on too much i would say we're in a bit of a holding pattern at the moment until all the books arrive which is only what six weeks away now um I, I don't check twitter as much as i did because i'm kind of bored of the moaning and the complaining but everyone's absolutely got a right to an opinion and i understand people being frustrated but yeah, I guess just feel like I'm in a holding zone. But what about you? I mean, I was keen to ask you and I don't know what's your main takeaway from the last week. I, I think people have been spending a lot less time on FI. Yeah. And the the old wise saying of trading announcements, I think we have to uh, wait to see, because there, is, there isn't like one announcement that you can speculate on. There's actually two or three. So yes. I think this is the first time in the history of FI where we're not waiting on one thing being clarified. We're waiting yep. on like two or three. So mm. the, I guess the, Good the, three, the three main ones are uh, the media revamp, which is pretty yes. obvious. Yep. Sell orders and how they'll work. We, we yep. kind of have a slight inkling that they're going to re- replace the uh, sell queue. Apart from that, we, we haven't had much information. And then what NASDAQ actually means and how that looks. And then how IPOs are going to look. So maybe there's like maybe four things there. Yeah. So and, and big and big things as well. I mean, yeah. sell orders is very interesting, and there's been some good discussion on the timeline and community about that. I have I have dipped in and read that. 
I'm still a little bit in the dark and confused around that because, you know, the main revenue driver of Football Index, in my opinion, is the minting of shares and that's taking out new bets and, um, you know, where that's going to fit in in terms of how the market moves. I, I put an example to the group, didn't I, the other day, and maybe it's a bit cumbersome, but I said if a player, player A is £10, their market buy price is £10, they tear an ACL, well, a suspected ACL tear, and the buy and sell orders are being exchanged between trade A and B at, say, £8.75. Where mm-hmm. does that minting of share value go? Do football index travel down the market and move their kind of market buy price to £8.80, £8.90, just above that's where the activity is? Or do they keep it up at £10? See, that's wait, really interesting. You know, because if they follow it down to £8.85, let's say the scans come back and the guy hasn't ruptured an ACL, there's all of a sudden going to be a mass rush to buy the player because he was a £10 player, he's now £8.80 and he's got no ACL. If FI moved down to £8.80 as their minting share price, they're then taking on extra liability that they might not want to take on. Because they're they're offering you quite a cheap discount and as a bookmaker, they're then vulnerable to that price. See, and there's for, also more shares in circulation that there would be for for the average. Yeah. So do they just leave it at ten pounds? Do they? I'm very interested in how they they kind of tail the market. I mean, there's some far more intelligent people than myself who have got answers to this, no doubt. But I think linking it to Betfair is quite a simplistic um, opinion because on Betfair, when we think about a classical market, you know, we've just got. Uh, a back and a lay side and wherever you exchange a bet or money that's the latest price you Mm. don't have a button where you're giving money to betfair to mint new shares or to place a new bet remember betfair have a a separate bolt on sportsbook so their fixed odds sits on a different platform equally with smarkets you've got an app sbk where they have a bolt on sportsbook so how we're going to have a market in front of us on football index where you've got full order books buying and selling off of each other in the community but you've also got this buy now button i.e placing of fixed odds bets with fi i think that's really interesting how that's gonna um it's gonna come through and how that mechanic's gonna work yeah i think it's really interesting um that there's been a lot of speculation as to how it's gonna work yeah i i've always thought that we'd have the market buy we'd have the sell order we'd have Mm. the bid order and that's what it would look like. And the spread would actually become the uh, the difference between the sell and buy orders. Mm. Um, and then when there's great demand for a player, FI would then just kind of sit on top there and, and mint, mint shares. Um, because then you'd have a situation where great demand, player goes up, people start picking the sell orders just, just beneath him. The interesting long-term thing, I think, is whether or not there is a situation where people can place sell orders above that and how that would work in the long term because we we were talking off off air right we were saying nasdaq is not actually that long away away you know september is not far so people need to start thinking about what not people need to start thinking about what that looks like but when we get greater clarity on what that looks like i I do wonder if we're going to be able to sell order outside the bid zone because like for example you as a famed sancho owner Mm. what would you would you be placing any sell orders on Sancho if you could place sell orders outside 
that 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 thing but even if you did no one would buy yeah. it because there's not enough liquidity no no exactly so i i don't think we'll be able to place sell orders above um above the the full market price from fi i think it'll be very contained i think they need to tighten up the bid window i just think to rely on commission alone we're, we're a couple of years away from that from this being a high volume platform i mean nasdaq if you okay just to rewind a second if we think about betfair we think about the volume of money going through that platform at any one minute. It's huge, isn't it? Think about all the markets running simultaneously to each other. That's where FI, I think, want to get to. And that's what the um, the NASDAQ technology will enable because we all saw the problems two weeks ago today where we all rushed to buy goalkeepers. Well, I didn't, but most people did. And the platform was crashing. Some people could, some people couldn't. They're struggling on that volume piece. Uh, same with the Jude Bellingham IPO. And I know they say they fixed it, but come on, they haven't because we saw the problem two weeks ago. So that's what NASDAQ will, will take us to. And, but they need a lot more liquidity to run on commission alone. So minting shares is still critical for them. And it'd be very interesting how they, um, yeah, how, 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 they, how that kind of looks, I guess you'd say. So, mm. Mm. Yeah, I think that's that's something that we hope to get clarity on on pretty soon. I mean, they said within six to eight weeks when they announced something, what was it, two weeks ago now? So we're looking at four to six weeks until we actually have sad orders in the market, which is which is really interesting. I want to ask you about media, because as I mentioned, that's the next thing that is that has to happen between now and the end of July, right? That's something they committed to. Yes. What, what do you think is coming? How oh, big a revamp? Wow. Let's put your super forecaster hat on. Sure. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Let me place it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I shouldn't have said sure. Oh, I don't know, Fig. I don't know, mate. Because I think it could have been a touch bigger or a bigger change, perhaps, to the winners versus, I think, where we are and sentiment. I think if they were to change things drastically and the winners had a, a vastly different makeup, I think that would cause a lot of upset. Because, I mean, look, we go back to last November and Mike was on the podcast with you and so was Kieran, I believe. And they spoke quite openly about the United word bias being removed, which is an arbitrary 20 points. And there's going to be some changes there. I, I think if I had to forecast, I would suggest maybe 20% of foreign media outlets coming in. I think it's a UK-centric platform, at least for the foreseeable future. So it makes no sense to have completely open global media. Um, so I, I would think 20 to 25%. I think we'll get that. I think we'll have an update in terms of the sentiment scoring. I think it will be focused on more on-pitch activities because they're clearly moving towards that. So that's stage two. I also think we're going to have a cleanup on name recognition. So I think surnames, like, you know, they use a source called Goal, Goal.com. Goal in their headlines always use surnames. And it infuriates me because you're losing a lot of points on those articles. So we need, obviously, a mechanism where you can pick up full names from just a surname. So they're the three things I'd like to see cleaned up, and I'd be very happy if that was the output and the results. Yeah, I would agree. I think, for me, I've always been a perfectionist in the case that we should probably have a, a more globalised media. Yep. But I, I do understand the concerns around that, that it would dilute the current media dividend winners quite a lot in terms of the... Maybe not the the Pogbas and the Brunos that are written about uh, more holistically and, and written sure. about quite regularly Essentially. by French yeah. and Italian papers. Well, you, whatever. You, you, you but we're talking that. maybe God. like a like a Rashford, for example, if we're staying with United. How many French, Italian, Spanish newspapers right. write about them? 
not many. And I'll tell you something now, and I'm happy to be corrected on this. My understanding is that Bruno Fernandes is a bit of a minnow in Europe at the moment. If we compare him to Paul Pogba, who has played for Juventus, a leading club in Italy, he's a French World Cup winner. He has links to Real Madrid and the Spanish pressure right about him. He's huge in the British media. If we're going full European global media, then I'm afraid Bruno Fernandes is way down the pecking order of a proven winner. And he is a popular hold on Football Index. And people are going to be, you know, crying into their cereal if he gets nerfed. See, that's why I think it's just too much for them to rip it up completely and say it's all global media. I think although we vote for it and 81% voted for global media, just be careful on what you voted for there because I don't think people want true global media. That's my understanding of it anyway. I think we want more balance and some European winners. How I would do it, I'd probably have a separate European media dividend. I'd have a separate win mechanic maybe attached to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did actually do some analysis on uh, oh, yeah. Bruno Fernandes versus um, uh, Paul Pogba sure. in terms of the... Uh, third time I said that. Shut up, Panda. Yeah, go <laughs> on. So, so I did some... some I, I'm going to look at it now, actually. Um, uh, Bruno Fernandes. Come on. Uh, oh, God. Come on. Spell Fernandes correctly, Fig. Bruno Fernandes, I'm going to compare it to Paul Pogba. And we're going to do that in uh, United Kingdom over the last 12 months. And we're going to do that on News Search. Live and I'm search looking at, here, guys. I'm, mm. I'm, this is the live search, sorry, that's why it's slow. And this pretty similar. Um, and I remember doing something on, like, in Spain. And it's very similar again with bits of spikes. And the average is actually... Um, higher over the last 12 months in, in Bruno's favour, which is pretty interesting. Uh, so, I, I don't know. I, I think... I'm not sure the last six months is representative, no, though, as, the, no. as we move forward over the next 12 months, because we know how things work in terms of a new shiny toy and breaking through. There's often a bigger focus on you then. I'd, I'd agree, yeah. Um, I, I do think there is a situation, though, where people over estimate just how much foreign media certain players will get and they really underestimate just how much foreign media certain players will get which is also another issue which would create a a very much a um a situation where if we got this announcement where suddenly 40 percent of the news feeds are coming from foreign outlets which for me personally i would be like look I'll, I'll bite the bullet. I'll, I'll move players around that I need to because yes. I think that's better for the product long term. Yeah. But but I do think that they should probably be hesitant in doing that because I think it would piss a lot of people off. I th- I just think the way things have unfolded, yeah. if they were going to go down that pathway, they may need to just consider it and they would need to compensate, I think, quite, quite largely in terms of immediate uplift. I mean, I look at someone like uh, Vinicius Jr. at mm-hmm. Real Madrid. I think if you look at google global media searches he's definitely <clears throat> more popular on a pure global basis um versus mason greenwood so you know, i was, actually, I was saying this to, the two. i was saying this to pb man i was like if we had fully global media and it was 20 percent from each top five league why would kulisevsky be cheaper than any big time barclays premier league talent why would he be cheaper than saka um mm. foden and greenwood Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I do know what you mean. I mean, he would be. 
I think cheaper. Purely I think it'd be cheaper. But I think based, the disparity yeah. there wouldn't be as correct. As large, I think would it? I think it would be closer. I mean, it's interesting when you look at. I do lots of searches around British clubs, around fan bases, global fan bases, Instagram followers, how many Twitter official followers have they've got, and you know, it's no doubt the Premier League clubs are pretty ginormous. Yeah. Arsenal surprised me. Arsenal. We're massive, mate. Are a massive. We're club. fucking massive. In terms I keep of saying this, yeah, which I is why I think people, people just don't believe me. It's, it's it, fucking it, gargantuan that. Club. It's funny, isn't it? Because you know that. You know that you know, don't don't push me. You know when Phil Foden scored the couple of goals yeah. versus Burnley, he just didn't get a dicky bird of media because Man City is in a bit of a black hole between Liverpool and United. Hard yeah. to argue with that, I'm afraid. Whereas no. I think if Arsenal were playing Burnley that night and Saka got a couple of goals, oh. Saka would have won media. Absolutely. So that's the difference for me. So Arsenal were very big. And so your, your I, example, like Kulisewski, if you had a pure 20... And I, and I only them. used him because he's got the second best goals and assists output after Sancho, I think, I, as a teenager. I, I remember from our Sancho special episode, which Pete, yeah, <laughs> and uh, Kulisewski's, yeah, uh, fantastic. But yeah, the gap should be closer if we go down that path. So it's a very interesting time. If, and so I think I'm, that's a low probability, just to be clear, of that happening. You know, oh, 20%. No, no. I, I don't think there's no, any no chance of that happening. No chance. And that will happen because we've said no chance. Yeah, there you go. And I just want to draw your eyes to something else, Fig. In the announcement two weeks ago, there's a paragraph here. It says, media will always get the attention it deserves in the off-season in the form of regular promotions, such as paying out on five places. Do you think before Monday night we get media madness again? Because they've basically said it here in black and white. So I was thinking about this the other day and I was like, yeah. media hasn't increased, but to be fair to them, if you averaged out the media payouts over the last two years since PB has come in, they're a lot higher than you'd think because of all the promotions. So on average, across a season, FI pay out more media than what's on paper, if that makes yeah, sense. Because I think that's, yeah, PB is weird. very like rigid. There's never any promotions. Yeah. Yep. But with media, if you averaged it out, if we had to forecast how much media was going to be paid out uh, in the next 12 months, I'd probably forecast 35 to 40% above what is on paper. I think so. And I, 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 was thinking about I was thinking about it this week. The dividend structure we've got in front of us that we got two weeks ago, that could well be a baseline structure. So if a second wave hits, if problems occur, they fall back on that and they can kind of go into their shell and keep it quite frugal. But they can use that fundamental dividend structure to springboard off and do Euro 2021 promotions, do uh, media madness in the summer. They, they've got the power to kind of inject impetus into the market, haven't they? I just wish they'd have maybe explained that. And, you know, I'm having to theorise and guess, which isn't great. And that's obviously, we hammered them last week, so I'm not going to sit and do it again because it's boring for listeners. But yeah, I, I think you're right about media. I mean, it it's often... Um, lifted up throughout the space of 12 months and I would think we'll see something in the next few days but maybe mm. I'm wrong on that maybe you are so, wrong and maybe you have been really wrong at predicting these so but you know, <laughs> here we are did, did you see Fig as well quickly did you see that tweet that LL not LL uh, Lua Lua showed you about competitive sprinters versus team sport athletes uh, he said, uh, no. he said oh he Where's said that? I think I think you referenced it he said I know you guys love gates because you know I speak about NFL positions and I talk about oh, yeah, and the hip yeah, 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 how they run, hip positions. Very interesting, isn't it? That competitive sprinter, if you trace their running arch and their trailing, like they just are far more upright and they're running in a different way, which is why you probably should have sprinting coaches for team mm. sports. Have, have you seen, so a couple of things, right? One, yep. I was speaking to someone who's kind of in the, the 
coaching realm ish or like plays for a for a team that is kind of like just below the semi-pro level and they that he said that they've had like kind of united scouts and coaches come just to talk to them about football and, and kind of do some sessions with them ad hoc you know for the community and uh, he was saying that when he was speaking to one of the scouts he the scout told him that just sometimes when he walks into a training session of players that he's never watched he can just tell before they kick a ball the way they walk whether or not they're going to be good or not interesting very interesting which is really interesting second um do you have you ever seen that program where they where they're kind of testing how amazing an athlete ronaldo is i have seen that one where they look i think i saw yeah i did i did see that program years ago years it's a really old one but yeah they get a sprinting coach in there a sprinter and they try and get him to run better um and and the sprinting guy is like it's actually amazing that he runs that fast the way he runs because he runs in a very unique way, doesn't he? Does, he kind of he does. arms side to side and his legs don't go very high and yeah. he's still really, really fast. I remember that really well, that program. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Um, mm. Right, well, whilst I stall you by doing a couple of ad reads, you're going to go over and find the questions. So just before we get into the questions, patreon.com forward slash FI guide. If you don't know what that is, it's my Patreon where I create, uh, you know, premium bonus and behind the scenes content for uh the the fans the audience people that are subscribed to the patreon uh as little as three pounds five pounds eight pounds and twelve pound tiers vat is not included again this is becoming the bane of my life having these arguments with people about vat non-vat fig what are you doing with the vat i don't get the vat all right i can't put it in some pot and buy you merch (laughs) or whatever um so if you guys are interested in that head over to patreon.com forward slash fi guide we've hit 50 plus people in the discord a load of people are really enjoying the private blogs private uh podcast and uh joel did a fantastic fantastic webinar way better than ours panda um last a couple of weeks ago i tried to log on to it didn't i but i was uh, late you didn't you didn't let me in true story no you're football. lying i'm i swear down to you football was on and i was like i'm gonna log in because i want to listen to the guys i waited in the waiting room for about six minutes it was about 20 minutes in nobody let me in i was blocked and i just gave up in the end so I did try and join. I should Fair have texted enough. you. Fair enough. You should have texted <laughs> me. The next thing I want to plug is The Athletic. If you guys are interested in getting a subscription, especially as the NBA is back, which is interesting. I didn't know that. The NBA is back last night. Um, Panda, I missed apparently. that as well. I missed um, that. And you're a big sports fan, or you just want to know the ins and outs of transfer seasons with amazing sports writers such as David Thornstein, etc., etc. Head over to theathletic.co.uk forward slash FI guides. It's about £2.49 a month. If you go for the annual deal, you get 50% off. Panda, you've already told me what you bought that is more than £2.49. I brought a Brita, Brita, a, filter, filter. a Brita water filter, yeah. And I want to help you plug the um, Athletic. Oh, have go you on. finished plugging or is there another? No, no, go on. No, I want to read to you an excerpt from The Athletic, an article oh, written about Jude Bellingham. Oh, Topical right, okay. because he signed this week. It says oh, here, yeah. Dortmund don't see him starting straight away, but the detailed career plan they have uh, they have developed does encompass a gradual increase in game time. They're hopeful that he can establish himself as Axel Witzel's partner in central midfield by the end of the current season, 2020-2021. Mo Dahoud and Thomas Delaney are accomplished players, but there is a vacancy for a more technical player to roam between the boxes. There's excited talk of Bellingham becoming the next Ilkay Gundogan, but if he fulfills his promise, he'll be even uh, even more. England's second most... Oh, I won't. I'll stop there. But point being, it was a good insight into the plans that they laid out for him, obviously, to secure that transfer. And I was curious if he'd play in the kind of Julian Brandt, Sancho, Gio Reyna position behind the striker or the Emre Chan Witzel box-to-box central midfielder. And it looks like he's going to slot into that central midfield position, which 
probably hurts his goal for it, but helps his baseline PB because maybe he gets more of the ball. Very interesting case study how Bellingham settles over in Germany. Really interesting. Really interesting. Um, so that great article in The Athletic. Great article, article in The Athletic. Go check out theathletic.co.uk forward slash fig, F-I-G. Um, right, you go first. Okay, do you, and you better go through the Patreon ones as well. So oh. I have... I did put it into Patreon for oh, the guys. Damn. I don't know if they asked anything. <laughs> but I'm going to just read in chronological order as I do. We've got 60 questions here, which is phenomenal. But Right, Chris Barker. Oh, people are going to think this is rigged. On a percentage scale, how confident are you that Sancho to United transfer goes through this summer? And how important is that transfer to the health of the index? Um, About... 75% sure he goes to United and I think it's I don't I wouldn't say it's pivotal I think it's quite not important but I'd say it'd be good for the index if he went a lot of dividends we'd pay out paid out either reinvested into him or or bought into other players it would stretch the market like he did previously so yeah I think it'd be good for the index I don't think it's pivotal uh, but I think it is really good thoughts uh 95% he goes if they secure top four on Sunday if they finish in fifth, I think the negotiations are going to be slightly more complicated and it probably drops down to 75%. Uh, how important is the transfer for the index? I think, uh, what's one notch below critical? I don't um, know what the answer is, but, you know, in, people... I don't know. No, I don't pe- know. Pe- people know I'm biased, so people are going to get bored of it. But like, I think Sancho saved the index in COVID. I think with the payouts he won, with the price rise... I don't think all the Foden, Saka holders, people like that would have their capital appreciation if they didn't have Sancho to, to aim for. So I think if Sancho goes up to 17, 18 quid, there's no point in being bitter about it because it, it makes the whole platform more healthy and gives more headroom for players to grow into. So I think it's hugely important. Mm, I mean, Harwood here from the Discord has said, who do you think will finish in the top four? I, ah. Oh. It's tough, isn't it? Right down Tough, the isn't it? We've been speaking. I think um, I think Chelsea and United just. But if Leicester had a full team, I think Leicester would turn them over on Sunday. Have they got anyone coming back, or is it? Don't, I don't think so. I think Ricardo Pereira still out. Um, yeah, they've still got loads of injuries at the back. I think Bennett plays in the back three and Wes Morgan, and I just don't know how Brendan Rodgers covers up that lack of pace. But United have been, I think like sliding I think they've looked poor the last few weeks and they're just knackered and I've said it at the time to loads of guys and even you I can't believe it didn't rotate more Sunday so I'm going to say United and um, Chelsea just but if Leicester were full strength I think they would I I agree with you yeah okay uh, talking Turkey for you here our friend the Turkey are the vocal minority on Twitter moaning too much and unrepresentative of the wider FI user base figure I I don't think there is um, in some respects. I think it's warranted in a lot of respects. But that being said, there are some people that are, and I, do, I, do, I think maybe slightly naively because of lack of understanding of the product, how the business model works, complaining about things that might not need to be complained about and complaining in a manner that might not be very constructive. I think one of the things that you've talked a lot about is don't misplace my frustration for... Um, for lack of belief in the product. But I do think that there are a lot of people that might not have that kind of fundamental core belief that are frustrated. And that's when it can really quickly domino. Um, and, and what I mean by that is like, 
you have someone who is iffy about their belief in the product, something bad happens, they suddenly kind of flip-flop to the other side and then, you know, a dividend isn't paid out or the app crashes and they just kind of lose their heads and tweet about it. That kind of thing happens. I think that the larger point is um, we live in like a society in 2020 which um, feeds off sensationalism. And I think we, we saw an incident on the, on the, in the timeline, on the community, um, where someone has said something and a lot of people have taken it at face value. And a lot of very intelligent people outside the FI community have taken it at face value. And I think that that kind of worried me because it was like, you know, hey, X person have said, has said Z. Do we believe them? Yes. And for some reason, people tend to uh, not question things when they see them, which is something that I've learned to do over the last 18 months. I always question things. But I, it did also open a door for me to realize that there are a lot of accounts there are a lot of people out there in the world that do feed off this sensationalism they do say stuff or retweet stuff or comment on things even if they don't have a fundamental core understanding of them to actually just drive attention to their profiles or drive attention to themselves or drive attention to an agenda that they've got so i think moaning yeah get it it's a tepid market and i think a lot of people you know we've had our fair share of moans over the last couple of weeks on this podcast so i i, I can't criticize anyone for moaning some of it might be misplaced um but there is also that kind of underlying whether or not there's belief or, or not in the product long term and uh when there is that frustration it boils uh, over sometimes and then there's also the kind of sensationalist more broader macro kind of look on things that has been seen over the last like two or three years i suppose which is people love uh talking shit they love talking shit that gets them attention um and and they don't really care if they're right or wrong that's the kind of facts and and, and things that we see in social media more and more right no accountability a lot of times fig and you chewed up a lot of you've chewed up bare minutes there bare Sorry. minutes is the trendy phrase isn't it i'm not <laughs> cool enough to understand that but um is, it, uh, is this vocal minority, just finish the question from Turkey, is the vocal minority unrepresentative of the wider user yeah, base? Yeah, 100%. Okay, fine. All right. I, w- I would say they represent a few handfuls of people. Okay. Like, yep. in, in the hundreds. Hmm. Okay. You know? Yep, next question then. Um, uh, Tamas, how do you... Oh, the hustler. Um, from Hungarian the Discord, hustler from the Discord. I was very scared when he joined the Discord. Actually, I was gonna probably be hustled. Um, how do you factor in injuries in your calculations? I've got a new lad at work. He wants to sign up, but concerned that he can lose a lot with a big injury. I said he he shouldn't put a large percentage of his money in a single player. Any advice on this? Mm, I think large injuries classically give you a hit of between eight and ten percent if it's a really severe injury, like a Memphis Depay. They usually bounce back towards where they were before, if not higher. Now, you need to slide that impact lower. In, if they're younger, sorry, then the impact is probably going to be less. Whereas if it's an older oh, player... Oh, fuck's sake. There's another announcement. Oh, live on air. Oh, we're about to finish as well. Fuck's sake. Okay, shall I read it out? I, I promise you I promise you we have not planned this look this is 43 minutes in in between questions what the fuck okay 
five times. We're increasing in-play dividends by a massive five times for every eligible oh fixture. My starting days. from the 24th of July and including the 30th of September. Yes, that includes the Champions League. Yes, that includes the Europa League. Yes, that includes the start of the season. So five a, times! A goal. <laughs> I've got a deposit. I've got, where's, where's my bank card? A goal, a goal is 5p for a forward or midfielder. A goal is 10p for a 10 defender. 10p! <laughs> 5p for an assist. Uh, and it is 5p for a clean sheet. Um, oh come on, guys! Uh, it's ridiculous, isn't it? All right, oh, summer media madness. Swiss, I've got to get on the phone to the Swiss banker. <laughs> summer media madness, madness. Starting from the twenty seventh of July, we're we're paying out on five places and boosting payouts on the first, second, and third place on media. From the twenty fourth oh. of August onwards, we'll be extending this to all days, match days, and media days until the eleventh of September. This means we're paying out five media places and boosting payouts every day between the twenty fourth of August until and including the 11th of September. Last summer, for Media Manus, we increased the total um, payouts by 33% on Media Days. This time, we've gone even bigger. Total Media Madness for 2020 payouts will be boosted by an awesome 60%. Listen to this. First place is 8p. 8p Second place is 4p. 8p for cent. Come on. Third place is, is 2p. Fourth and fifth are 1p each. Um oh. And then make it gold. We're also making every Champions League and Europa League match day in August a gold match day, regardless of the competition round. That's an additional four gold match days in August, which means 16 gold match days across 19 days. A 50k summer cash drop uh, to celebrate the month a month of electrifying Champions League action. We're giving away £50,000 across five cash drops starting next week, 31st of July, until the end of August. Every Friday, you can win and enter a draw for the chance to win a share of £10,000. To enter, just buy £10 worth of shares on the Friday and we'll draw and credit the winners the next day. That's five potential chances to win a share of £10,000. So that's that. Uh, Unbelievable. Um... Look, the, I don't know what to say, really. The, the, uh, where to start? Speechless. First of all, I think I've got to speak to the, the overseas bankers, get the money in, uh, deposit. Um, I think it was needed. I think that they had loads of cash up their sleeves. And maybe this moves towards the, the variable, flexible payouts they want to offer through the year. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, think, this... I... This enables them, if a second wave hits, to say, look, this is our baseline dividend structure, but we're going to flex it many times through the year and offer you enhanced payouts. But they didn't want to commit to giving you 12 months of fixed payouts in case of something severe happening. God. And I tell you what, the other thing is, sorry, just for the conspiracy theorists that out there, we don't record ever at a set time. No, we don't, to be fair. They've We've never recorded knew when... from 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 7 o'clock. Now it's 5.15. We've been recording since 4.15. But but yeah, no, give me, give me some more instant reaction to that. Instant reaction is I'm, I'm stoked. I, we needed it. I think it breathed massive life into the market. I was so concerned. Well, look, people can listen to the, the phone-in show last week. I hammered them, and rightfully so. It's been a flat week. It couldn't go on forever. They've got loads of cash up their sleeve that they took in through covid they needed to get things moving and i think it's a really healthy reaction give me your instant reaction figure people going to be happy about this am i getting too excited about it i mean i'm now the question is are we back on are we back on par right (laughs) 
Ah, oh, now I'll need to think about that. Well, interestingly, one thing I did note is the, the um, you know, this promotion is to September, right? And what happens in September, Panda? Yeah. What happens Nasdaq. in September? <laughs> oh, yes. You were supposed to answer that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, do you know what? I'm actually distracted by trying to gauge reaction live on air as to what people are thinking. I mean... Mbappe is 10p a goal in the Champions League. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah if you buy him from tomorrow? Yeah. No, no, 5p. 5p a goal. 5p, 10p a if you're for defenders. Sorry. 5p a goal. I mean, the sentiment seems pretty strong. People seem to be loving it on on the, on Twitter. What's so. that phrase, Fig? Uh, bullshit talks. Money walk? There's a phrase <laughs> that... We need like let's see the market reaction. That will tell me more over the next few yeah, days. Let me let me log in. Should I log in? Because sentiment and trust is low, so I need to see how the ticker operates. And you know, I'm starting to see buyers pick up now. To be fair, Lewandowski yeah. is going quite big. Neymar going big. So we are seeing. It's a lot. Ten p, isn't it? I mean, five p. Yeah. You've confused me now. Sorry, I mean, this is a lot to take in live on air after you've already recorded for... It is, it is. So, do, do you think that the value is more in those in play dividend short-term holds, or do you think it's more in the media madness side of things? Oh. Because I think it's the latter off, off the back. I, th I think it's the latter, but it's very hard when you're throwing it all in. And I mean, we need to be... I think I got a little bit excited about the five-place media, so... The small print says that from Monday, which is the day after the Premier League finishes, five places and boosting payouts on media days only for one month. So we've got one month of that, and then we've got three weeks of um, pure five-place media. So I need to know, though, how many media days are there between the 27th of July and the 24th of August? That's what I, I need to know. That's a lot. That sounds like a job for someone like Moz, Moz or someone like that. To be fair, there's quite a few. Hang on. Five place media days. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, there's nine out of 30 because there's a lot of football in august in sorry in july there is, um, there is. so on a match day so let's be clear on a match day in the first month of this summer promotion on a match day we're getting one place media still aren't we yes okay. yeah, yeah well but, but then afterwards it's every day every single day for every a three or four day. weeks we're getting five places aren't we with 8p for the leading day hmm yeah Mm. Mm. Um, many ways that I'll have to think about this and every day's gold day for the Champions League and Europa League wow there's some big payouts there there is a lot there is every a lot. day gold day this is you know I was worried about those bronze days when we had a Europa League tie and it was gonna because no one was what, concerned about bronze days were they no no but I, I do think that adds that adds a bit of spice doesn't it to those to those absolutely days. um I mean, I don't really know where to go from this. No, I don't. I mean, we've got questions to carry on with, but... But some of them are defunct now, aren't they? Uh, yeah, we can try and rattle through a few more, seeing as 
you know, I've made it, we've made special efforts here. Um, da, 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 da. Sporting Panda must be gushing ahead of the same <laughs> transfer saga. I am, I am. He, uh, he, he was gushing on air. Um, I was gushing live on air here. Yeah, Spoon, we get back? Spoon Fi, who was really yeah. good on the pod. There's that's, some good questions about gone. fridges and like random yeah. stuff. So yeah, let's go for the miscellaneous those, ones while our brains kind of like, you know, take this all over. Yeah, okay. On a scale of one to Shaggable, how do you rate Hatton Ben Arthur? five i mean i, I don't know in terms of talent record. i think he's like a seven isn't he yeah talent is a nine but you know uh consistency delivering on the big stage pivotal moments in like durability the best um like you know you need to be on the pitch he's quite injury prone to so a five yeah one for you here what's harder a nine data leg in darts or a one four seven frame in snooker I am not a expert in either of those sports. Okay. I can tell Louis, it's from Louis M, it's a nine data leg. <laughs> I can tell him categorically it is. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is FI Jack for Fig, and I think you'll be good at this question. God. On a fridge freezer, if the scale goes from zero to six, which number do you oh set it Oh my at? God, we were having this debate in the house. We were well, saying, is it higher, um, yeah. meaning it's colder? Or does lower, meaning it's colder? And I said higher means it's colder. Am I correct? I am correct, aren't I? Um, higher is colder on a fridge scale. Not it to is. me. Inside no, my, no, inside my fridge, I've got, I'm sure it's a temperature gradient, and I've got zero, two, four, six, eight. And I was having an issue with the back wall of the fridge icing up. So I increased it up to six degrees, down up from four. So I may have a I may have a different sliding scale to you. Interesting. I mean, you probably have a much better fridge than me, considering you're a kajillionaire. I have just a top of the range fridge. Um, <laughs> Can, I'm going to ask one right here. Right. I've got, actually, I'm going to ask two because you've asked about three. FI oh. Gardener, should this year's Ballon d'Or have been cancelled for me? No. And who, no, who, who I don't you, think so. Who would have won it for you if it was done this year? I think I'd have had to wait to see who won the Champions League. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably Kevin De Bruyne. If I think City are going to win that, then I'd probably go for De Bruyne. Favourite olive stuffing by <sighs> Hi Ben, who's, the, who's apparently the poshest man in FI Twitter after his... Um, what he did is. He say? What was he eating? He was eating... What did he, he say? He was eating yeah. venison. Venison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, personally, yeah. anchovies. Well, can I just say, anything but garlic is a completely wrong answer. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have stuffed olives, believe it or not. I just have yeah. olives on their own, so pitted olives. Or, so I can't answer them there, sadly. Mm. But I'll take your answer, garlic. Uh, James Parkinson, how long do you envisage... Well, that's a football index question. And I think they're slightly redundant at the moment with everything. Uh, I'm just scanning. FI Landings, is Mahomes worth half a billion? Yes, he is. He absolutely is. And they've done well to secure that deal because the price was only going to go up for him over the next five, six years as the salary cap slides up. So to lock, in, lock him in and secure it, I think that makes a lot of sense. The only risk for the Chiefs is injury. And I, I just think... At that, at the rate they've got him, they've got to make that that deal. Robbo says, "Motivate me to do work." Listen, Robbo, you want to achieve things in life. You've got to work hard. You need a schedule. You need to roughly stick to it. You need to uh, devote yourself. You, need to <laughs> you say that just after we've said that we don't have a set time we record this book. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you can get onto the hammock later on in life, but you know, a man of your ability, Robbo, you need to focus. And you need to. Need to um, yeah get get back to work. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Mel Fi, what do you specialise in trading, Panda? Who said that? Doctor Mel Fi. 
at football, um, uh, football, tennis, cricket, and and American football. Mm. football. And I used to specialize in cricket and American football. Yeah, I always remember that actually for some reason. And I used to specialize in trading go gos at school. You remember go gos? You <laughs> no, probably don't remember those, no, do you? Know? Little figurines that you'd place on a bench and you'd flick them to each other, and if you knocked the opposition go go off, you'd win both of them. Or you could just trade them, you know, like football stickers. Um, Frank, the the, Frank the Tank has literally just said, any advice for me, Panda? Thanks. Oh, your your honour. Yeah, Frank is a wonderful chap. And uh, I don't think you'll mind me saying he lives in Ireland. And uh, there's a question he sent me around, um, da, 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 around Revolut. Is there an issue with Revolut? that I'm missing because I don't understand his question to me. What, what, what's the question? What's the question, sorry? Uh, I don't know if I should read it out because it might be a personal question. Mm, maybe don't then. No, Revolute. I'll ask you offline, please, and yes. give your advice. Financial, uh, because, financial yeah, know-how in my brain. Frank, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back to you on that. Um, the tickles. Think, <laughs> for how long will the gin craze continue? The gin craze? Yeah, I mean, forever? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what berry makes gin? Uh... Ah, oh, I knew this. It's it's not one of the main. It's not one of your mainstream berries, is it? No, it's. Shall I tell you? Yeah, go on. The people are screaming it out. I can I'm hear them at home. I'm. I'm it's the ju- It's the junior juniper. Okay, berry, no, I, I wouldn't believe. have got that. Juniper. Okay. Um. <laughs> any other questions? Wow, there's here? so many. What the fuck? There's a conspiracy <laughs> one here from Fi Oscar. Do you think the divs rise? Be- no, that's about Sancho and divs, so we don't need to answer that now. Um, any update on getting a dog yet, Panda? I recommend Labrador. My boy Leo is a legend. Keith, can you DM me? I'd like to um, pick up a bit of advice from you on that, please, because I'm struggling to move that forward. But I do want a, a lab. So Keith- at Keith does FI, please send me a DM. Well, I mean, I think that's all the questions that we want to ask right now. Um, okay. Do you do you want to do a bit? What else? Go on. You've been processing this in the last ten minutes. You're too smart a man not to have to be. Um, what are your thoughts so far? Look, I'd be lying if I said that. I wish the core dividends were higher. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go back on. I'm not gonna just fall into the trap of um, you know that everything's great. I'm really ha- look. I'm I'm pleased. They've got. Plenty of armory and rockets. They've obviously released one today. I think it makes the next eight weeks very exciting. There's a lot of money up for grabs. I'll certainly be playing for it. I'm happier than I was. I'm really excited about the media, the transfers of your Kai Havertz's and especially your Jaden Sancho's, as we know. I think the IPD, the Champions League, has been brought to life. Gold days, wow. You know, I want to get stuck into that. Do I wish the core dividend structure was better? Yes, but I can live with it until we get some more consistency with NASDAQ and um, sell orders coming in. Is it an exciting time for Football Index over the next year? Just 100%, as as we know. So, yeah, I can't say everything's been repaired, but I think it's a step in the right direction. Can I ask you a question? Does this open the door for them in September come NASDAQ to do something? Because we are still saying here that these core divs do not take us through to august 2021 so is the window there then for fi to do something absolutely and i i said i said last week um i just can't see that dividend structure 
given us liftoff into sell orders and NASDAQ technology and mass IPOs. So I think this is a bridge in the gap. That's honestly how I see it. I may be yeah. proven wrong. Oh, oh, I think of this... course it is. It, it definitely is. Yeah, I mean, this that, is a bridge in the gap. That is what it is. And targeting struggling areas of the market, injecting some excitement into it. You don't need to play for it. I will. Um, and we'll see the market reaction. I mean, to be fair, I don't know how generous it is. I haven't had a chance to kind of it, do I, the I maths. Don't, I don't think it, it is that generous if you consider how much depositing and buying there is going to be no. and commissions. So I I think I mean, more, it's, more it's, well, clean it's well calculated and it's quite smart. I don't necessarily think it's overtly generous. No. Okay. Hmm. 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 That's interesting because initially when I saw it, I did make the mistake, people here, of thinking it was, um, yeah, five place media from the 27th all the way through. I didn't know it was only nine media days in the first month. So that's dampened my excitement a touch. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of football scattered, isn't there? There's so much football. So much over the first scattered. month, yeah. The market, let's just do a quick check on the market and how that has responded. My app's struggling. I, oh. I do see more buyers going through. Let me have a look. Let's do a little refresh on the old. Uh, so we've got... I mean, it's not moving it that much. No. I mean, Lewandowski's moved a bit. Uh, Neymar, a little bit. But apart mm. from that, it's no. not moved it I mean, maybe it wouldn't do straight away anyway because people won't see it. Maybe it'll be over the next few Payday, days. Payday potentially tomorrow it. as well. Payday tomorrow. It's fair to say plastering over a wound in a, in a positive way. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I was just about to say, maybe it is representative of the the caution that users have that the maybe we've we talked about like the trust that's been ripped apart not ripped apart ripped from a lot of traders maybe that is representative of it and it might not be a straightaway thing this is why i think we talked about if fi were generous because the sentiment was so positive the rockets and buoyancy we would have seen would have been mesmeric but now you see the effect of the we're at minus 15 and now we're crawling over zero now. Um, yeah, uh, that's what we said, wasn't it, last week? We said that that dividend announcement two weeks ago today set them back in, in they're probably on a negative sentiment and with the community. This probably brings them back to, um, you know, nil gain, nil loss, a zero position. So I think they've recovered certainly some of the negative work they put in, like, you know, but... Quick question from Ashley Watts here. Question yeah. as you are currently live at first glance. How much do you reckon a player winning the Champions League can make in August with all good days and a lot of media and team of the month? Could someone win one pound dividends in a month? I was going to say 60 or 70p off the top yeah. of my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I if, was thinking, yeah, 50, 55 to 70 You know, three, I mean, someone like Man City have got four gold days if they go and win it. And then plenty of media. Not that well, they won't have plenty of media. <laughs> Man City, but well, you let's think say if they, Kevin De Bruyne scores in the Champions League, yeah, they, they do have four does. media days. Yeah, I think seventy, eighty p is very, very doable. Mm. Mm. More probably. I mean, More. if you've got two star mans, eighteen p a piece. That's thirty six. A, a, a sort of haul of media. So a pound looks a touch optimistic, but sixty, seventy p is there. Yeah, I think. Go on, sorry. No, I don't know. I don't know how this will go down. I think um, 
you I know, mean, I, I don't. I'm trying to scan, you see, for sentiment in the market. I, I'm bored of negativity anyway. Um, mm. So t- to me, I'm happy. If others don't want to be, that's fine. I mean, League League R comes back in the last week of August as well. Absolutely, there are many ways to play this. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's interesting, isn't it? And I'm, I've got the calendar up now in front of me that they've offered as well. So, so, so let's I, go on. Sorry, I need no. I need to go and plot this calendar and plot some moves. <laughs> so, so let's let's fast forward to September. This promotion ends. What do you want to see from FI from that standpoint? I know we're fast forwarding a lot, but what do we want to see there? And actually, I've got a follow up question after this. But go on. What do you want to see from them at that point? At the end of September. I need to see the new IPO process, the new NASDAQ technology, sell orders, and how media looks. I'm just repeating what you told me. Aren't they the big four, the power four that we need to assess? The power four. You know, what more? And then based on how those look, we then need to think about the dividend structure. Mm. Mm. It's depending on the market cap as well. Because if if you have a market cap that is priced in with some of these promotions, then it becomes a bit of a problem. There's uh, there's no going back in no. se- in September, is there? They have to do something more. Yeah. So, I mean, dare I say we've been spoiled as a community yeah. and dividends have gone up 57% in October. Another arguably, what, 20 to 30% if you want to think about that um, in the last few weeks. We've now got a massive summer promotion of of big dividends. We had a double dividends campaign through coronavirus. You know, I mean, there's 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 plenty of ways to make money. And this is going to sound really arrogant, but if you want to all take your money out and come and, you know, have a go at Betfair, you're more than welcome to hand it over to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you I st- ask you a question? This is something yeah, I've go just on. thought I need, I need to ask you questions as well. Go on, yeah. go on. You can ask me. No, no, no. You ask me one. because I. But listen to this, right? We've had a 60% increase in media dividends here at Panda between now and september whatever the date yep. was sorry yeah does this indicate that we're going to see a relatively decent uphaul in terms of the media dividend mechanic at the end i of this think month? so yeah yeah i think so i think it's paving the way for that and i think they would know that if they if they take all of this if they take all of this away and launch a new media um, system with a reduced mechanic like people are going to be upset so I think it paves the way for a little bit of an uplift. But, you know, look, what did we say at the start of the show? Media will always get the attention it deserves in the off-season in the form of regular promotions, such as paying out on five places. Well, they said it two weeks ago, and here they are delivering on it. So this will be a, a consistent thing over the years, I think, media madness, uh, through the January window, through well, the summer is, windows. This is what we said, right? So yeah, that's what, three months. We... That's three to three and a half months a year of enhanced media. Yeah, and I mean, if you, again, as I said, if we extrapolated and and, and looked at how much, um, how much media would be paid out over the next, however many months, then we'd always assume that it's more than what's on paper, and we've kind of been proved right, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, it's a really difficult one to um, to process because there's loads of dates, lots of planning. Ultimately, I'm very happy, and there's a, there's many ways to make big chunks of money over the next eight weeks. Because mm. mm. that's it. We've got eight weeks, haven't we, from today? From Monday, sorry, basically. 
Yeah, yeah. September. So this 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 bridges us through to Nasdaq and sell orders. Without sell orders, I still think the market isn't going to fly as much as it as it would because people can't get out of positions and the liquidity isn't there. But when we think about this summer promotion, we think about LP1 and the market makers. LP1. Look, it, it's a positive. It, I really am interested now to see what they do with media because that is a pretty hefty uplift, isn't it? It's big. it's big. It's it, big. Not in terms of just the material difference, but in terms of the placing as well. Um, I mean, 4p for second is, is pretty chunky in itself. 8p for top is, is 8p good. for top is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so I am scared but excited to see what they've done with it now. I mean, naming, I think that's that's definitely a thing. Uh, I think a new sentiment scoring system, definitely a thing. The one which I'm nervous about is how much world media we see, which is going to be the crux of it, I think. Yep, yep. I'm, you know, you go through all the motions of Football Index, don't you? You know, I'm looking at the timeline, seeing very positive. Then I see some people being a bit negative about it. And you're just trying to gauge the situation. But if I really look inside of myself, I see 27 treble media days, I think, over the next two months. Hmm. Sorry. Tw- oh, sorry. 27. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I really apologise to the fans. 27 five-place media days. Hmm. That's big, isn't it? That's a lot. But in the next 27 eight weeks, day, that's almost 50%. 27 days of eight Ps. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, it's not just going to be... be for Sancho, right? Of course it won't. No. Even I'm not that blinkered. I mean, look, it could be. Go on, give me a prediction then. How much do you think he'll win over the next eight weeks? I thought even without this announcement, I was looking at at least £1.20, £1.30 before debut. Hmm. So now so you're now thinking... probably £1.50, £1.75, two quid. Bloody hell. All right. Fair play. Let's see how if wrong he, that it, is. Look, if, he <laughs> sign, if, if he signs, right, listen, if he signs his debut September the 12th or the 13th, <laughs> that's a long time away. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But we shall see. I mean, he, look, he probably won't, you know, who knows if he signs. I know mm. a lot of people don't think he will. So uh, Sunday's a big day for that. Let's see. Let's see. Right. I think well, we'll, we'll wrap that up because otherwise... Yeah, sorry about mumbling there. It's a lot, lot to take in, isn't it? A lot, a lot to take in. How, to take in. Pl- please tell me your opinions. I'm kidding. Just right give now. me a very brief, just what's your gut reaction? I think a good bridge. Um, a good bridge, which also indicates that uh, a media change is going to be pretty significant. Okay. Uh, well, not pretty significant. I think it's it might catch some people unawares. Um, okay. I think the in-play dividend times five is is kind of not really catered to anyone but the big guys in the Champions League and Europa League, um, which is interesting. So we're now in a position, I suppose, that the quote-unquote cheaper players are probably going to be still pretty liquid until September, wouldn't you say, Panda? Yes, yes, yes. I guess so. (laughs) So those are my thoughts. That's my bullet point thoughts. Good. And no doubt you'll have to do a live video or something later. Uh, I don't know if I have the time. Maybe. Let's see. Um, All right, mate. Right. Where can people find out more about you? Just at Panda, you'll find me. And um, I look forward to digesting this and getting some thoughts out over the next yeah, few days. Yeah. Get a thread out or something like that. Do what I should yeah. be doing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Have a thank great you, day. everybody. Please do leave a review if you haven't already left one, especially on Apple. Um, we've been flying up the Spotify and Apple iTunes charts on the podcast apps, which are amazing recently. Uh, Roman Football Index is a gambling platform. Only bet we can afford to lose. Have a great day, everyone. Uh, whatever you're doing, have a great day. Bye.